0: Hey, I'm James.
1: I'm Lisa, and welcome to Season 4 of the Art Espousing Podcast. Hello, welcome to a brand new season of the Our Spousing Podcast. We're really excited to be back and thankful that you're taking time to listen to the show.
2: Yeah,
0: for those of you who have been listeners of the podcast, we appreciate you jumping back on with us for season four. And maybe you're listening for the first time and we're really glad you're here. You know, we're super excited about this podcast because we genuinely believe every marriage has the potential to be a masterpiece revealing this unique, God-designed purpose, and we've been through ourselves and learned that a strong relationship doesn't just happen by chance. It takes intentional effort and shaping. So in every episode, our main goal is to give you practical tools and tips that can help your relationship not only survive, but truly thrive.
1: I love that. We totally get the challenges couples face in their marriage. We understand the struggle of juggling work and personal life, the communication hurdles, financial pressures, and the weight of expectations from society. But guess what? We're here to tackle those pain points head on. We want to be your go-to source of guidance and support, helping you navigate these challenges and find efficient, effective solutions. Ultimately, our biggest aim is to empower you to achieve extraordinary gains in your marriage. We want to see you deepen your emotional connection with your spouse, fostering personal and spiritual growth, creating a loving and purposeful family environment, and fully embrace the transformative journey that marriage has to offer. And James, you know what? That actually sounds great, but how to do that? can be challenging. And that's why I love that we are tips and tools for marriages.
0: I love that. Yeah. You know, we've had a great break and it feels like a lot has happened over the past several weeks. The biggest thing in our life is that our youngest daughter graduated from high school and will be leaving in just a couple of weeks to start her first year of college.
1: We are so proud of Addie and excited for this next chapter of her journey as she heads to Southeastern University across the state from us. That's right. And we're even more excited about being drumroll players. Please empty nesters. Come
0: on, somebody.
1: So you know what, James, I was reflecting this week, 30 years of marriage, 27 years of those 30 years, we've had little humans in here with us. That's right. We have a good 30 more years by ourselves. Free
0: at last. Free at last. Thank Thank God God Almighty. And
1: none of our kids listen to this podcast. So so we can see all we
0: want. That's right. That's true. So today we thought we would give you an overview of some of the great content that we have coming up for you this season. I guess we can call it our season four preview episode.
1: I love that. We think it's going to be a great season with some fantastic guests and important and helpful topics to encourage and strengthen our marriages, your marriages, and even our marriage. Right. Yep. Before we jump in, we want to talk to you about the Marriage Reboot Retreat. The Marriage Reboot Retreat is an exclusive one-on-one experience that will empower you to uncover your marriage purpose and actually start living into it. With us, we will embark on a transformative two-day journey that will leave you invigorated, energized, and equipped with actionable goals and a very clear vision. You
0: know, Our process is designed to bring clarity and breakthroughs to every aspect of your marriage, from personal growth to your relationship with your spouse, family, career, faith, finances, health and lifestyle, and community. And we leave no stone unturned. Together, we will craft plans for each aspect, creating a solid framework that will help you manage Manage and continually renew your marriage in the future.
1: During this private, intensive two-day experience, you and your spouse will have our undivided attention as we are your dedicated marriage coaches. That's right. We will guide you through a journey of reflection, helping you identify where you've been, define where you are now, and discover where you want to go together. This retreat is designed for marriages in all stages, whether you're on the brink of divorce, struggling to find unity, feeling complacent and in need of a boost, or simply aiming to transform a good marriage to a great one. We know that the marriage reboot will make a huge difference in your marriage.
0: Yeah, we love this process and you can find out more about it at artespousing.com backslash marriage coaching. You can also message us on Instagram and we'll send you a link to schedule a 30 minute call with Lisa and I to hear more about this retreat.
1: We'd love to talk to you. So, okay, let's talk about season four and what we have planned for the upcoming weeks. First of all, it's hard to believe that we're starting our fourth season. It is
0: hard to believe. My
1: goodness. It has been a lot of work and a lot of fun and all well worth it. And thank you, people for even walking up to us here in the West Palm Beach area and saying, Hey, we're listening to artist saying right. It's very encouraging. We love hearing from you, our listeners and how various topics have helped you.
0: Yeah. The feedback has been great. And Lisa, I would say that this new season will be our most, diverse in content ever, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. We have some great guests as well as some cool resources that we're going to be introducing. And then we'll anchor it with content from you and I on topics that we believe are important to healthy, strong marriages.
0: So let's talk about some of the guests that we'll have over the next several weeks. We'll be kicking it off next week with our good friends, Greg and Julie Gorman. They're the founders of Married for a Purpose. If you've been listening, they've been on the podcast a few times and always have great insights. So this summer, they spent a big chunk of their time in Zimbabwe, Africa, training marriage coaches in that country. So we will definitely get some updates on that.
1: The majority of the conversation, though, with them will be around the idea of couplepreneur. I love this word, and I keep spelling you have a hard
0: time saying it, don't you? I do have
1: a hard time saying it, and I have a difficult time spelling it. How do two entrepreneurs who get married to each other thrive in a marriage and business? We will be talking about their couple study that is geared around this topic. And I would even say, even if you're not entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, but even if you are doing life together, (laughs) that sometimes feels like work.
3: I love that Julie and I share the same passions. And in the early years, I did not do a great job of bringing her in on decisions. You know, it was kind of like one of the things we talk about in The Couplepreneur is about establishing roles and who wears which hat and who's in charge of what and who who does what needs to be done within the organization. And there were a lot of years, I think, where if I was in charge of a particular area and that was my area of expertise or whatever, then I just made all the decisions and you know and I forgot to ask Julie about her thoughts and even though she may not be the final decision maker I have loved in this last decade or so really being intentional about bringing her in before I've made up my mind about things in other words so that I don't steamroll her because well we're going to do it this way which I've as I said (laughs) well and you heard the testimony on the back
1: side of it that Greg gives me full space Mm. to operate in all of my gifts and he includes me now in all of those decisions that's and good. so
3: that's that's one of the things. But I think Julie is so strong in areas that I am not. And so at this stage in the game, we're not tempted by competing with one another about those sort of things. She lets me be me and I let her be her. And it just really works. We fire on all eight that way. And then we try to get volunteers or, you know, hire out the things where both of us are terrible. But I think the biggest thing is just that she's got so many strengths in areas that I just would not have a clue. So we both say frequently, there's no way we'd be doing what we're doing if we weren't doing it together because it's just a combo deal.
0: So another couple that we'll have on is our friends Travis and Adele Graham of Noble Marriage. We were planning on having them during season three. But someone
1: didn't record the conversation.
0: User error on my part. Uh, We had some technical issues that kept the episode from happening.
1: Yeah, you're going to love these people. And obviously, it's God's timing that it's now. They've survived infidelity in their marriage and how they are thriving and helping other marriages. Are facing the same challenges is amazing.
0: Yeah, one of the topics that we'll hit in this episode is the impact of pornography in the marriage relationship, and this is a huge issue. You know, roughly fifty-five to seventy percent of men and thirty to forty percent of women under age forty reported viewing pornography in the given year. So, the impact on marriage is devastating.
4: I was introduced to pornography at a, a young age, and ever since then, I felt like my innocence was completely stolen. Mm it just completely sexualized my mind. And I still wanted to be an innocent boy who loved God and loved people. And it was this dichotomy of two different people in the same skin. Fast forward and we're married. Those secrets, they just completely destroyed our relationship too. It led me to being unfaithful. It led me to consuming pornography or maybe even addicted to pornography. And a lot of other things where these secrets had me trying to fill voids in my life that only God can fill. And those were... Alcohol, opiates, I became addicted to those and and many other things in my life, shopping and eating problems and so many things. But it led to the discovery of me being unfaithful. And that has led us to almost five years now of figuring out why did I do that? Did I completely destroy a relationship that I did not want to destroy? It
5: was 2018 when we had just come through a really great summer season. Season in our marriage. I, I would even say we fell back in love because yeah. shortly before that I was telling my therapist, I don't even love him. What mm. am I going to do? I'm stuck in this marriage. And I really was praying over that and praying that God would just rescue his heart. And I watched him do that because in 2018, he found Jesus in the spring. And so for the next six months, we started to enjoy a totally different relationship. I mean, he was really transformed. He was not the same person. And I was really interested in what can this relationship be like? And we fell back in love. And then in October that year is when just a bomb went off in our lives and it was out there publicly. And so it was just devastating for me to walk through that. I mean, when I think back to those days, I they're so blurry because I was in such a dark, deep pain mm. that I had never experienced in my life. And I, I had, you know, heard of other people walking through infidelity. And, you know, I had this thought process of that's never going to happen to me. Mm. We have a perfect marriage, knowing fully it wasn't. There, there were a lot of things going on mm-hmm. under the surface, but we had developed a, a way of communicating that we avoided all of the important things. Travis and Adele are amazing, and you will
1: not want to miss that episode. We're also going to have some good friends on the podcast to share their stories. One of those couples is Deb and Tony Luffman, who have been investing their lives in helping young couples get started out on the right foot in their marriage. I like to say about this couple, they are timeless truth with a modern reality. They're actually a mentoring couple that's several years ahead of us, maybe 20 or 30.
0: They've been married a long time, and they are amazing, and everybody loves them, and you're going to Loved them too. Another couple that we're going to have with us is Jeremy and Courtney Roseberry. And this couple is amazing. You will not want to miss their story. Now we know that every marriage has challenges from time to time, but Jeremy and Courtney's story is encouraging and inspiring. You know, Jeremy was actually paralyzed from his waist down for a period of time after a minor back surgery. And you're going to hear how they work through that
6: season and
0: have come out on the other end of it healthy and strong in their marriage.
6: We were living in Alabama at the time. And, uh, I had kind of grown up, I had had back issues and had, um, what doctors would say spinal stenosis with a little bit of nerve pressure and pain. Um, however, before 2017, Courtney and I, we, we had only known God's favor, his voice leading us. We had not really either of us experienced any significant personal trauma or no, any. We
5: were very fortunate to grow up in protected, safe families. Families. Yeah. Very vanilla.
6: <laughs> yeah. We, we had only experienced if we asked God for it, he gave it. And so uh, sometimes I've, I've tried helping others saying before that, I had only known favor without having to fight for it. Um, and then 2017, um, I'm on staff at a, at a church in Alabama and, um, I had been praying to be healed from back pain that I'd had since I was a teenager. Surgery was recommended when I was in my early twenties and at the time I was 33. And medicine had progressed quite a bit, and so the availability of surgeries uh, were were just so many more that that wouldn't require such a long recovery. So uh, Courtney and I interviewed a few doctors, and then we made a decision that I would have a very simple microdisectomy, four-hour outpatient surgery. I would be leading worship in seven days, and as as we were. Preparing for this, uh, Courtney reminded me I was planning on actually going on a missions trip just a few weeks later, post surgery, and um, all of that to say, uh, the day that we were, I was in pre-operation. I remember looking at Courtney, and I'm an Enneagram seven, so I uh, defer nervous energy yeah. with jokes, and mm-hmm. I looked at her and I <laughs> said, "Well, what's the worst that could happen?" I couldn't, like, I'm not going to be paralyzed. So, and, uh, that, that is one of the very few things of, of uh, the next few months that I actually do remember, uh, because just a few hours later, uh, waking up from anesthesia, I, I was in fact paralyzed waist down.
1: One of the guests we're really excited to introduce you to are our friends, Cole and Carissa Robinson. We'll be talking about their marriage on mission and their passion for foster care. Yeah, it was messy because there was this issue. Like, I had this vision and this dream and this great confidence to, to do it. And yeah. Cole had this reservation and, you know, and just like hesitancy. We're nine months married. What, what are we thinking? Like, why would we do this now? And we don't need kids yet. We've got to travel and whatever. So, yeah,
2: because you were 23. Mm-hmm. I was 24 at the time. So yeah, it was just kind of me wrestling and you were patient with me and I appreciate that. You were patient for a good solid two weeks and you know, then we went <laughs> to the class. Um, but from there, I think the biggest thing is, I, our, so we've had 12 kids come through our home. Wow. We have one right now who's eight months, sweetest little girl. We have one forever, uh, our daughter Nyla. And, and really the picture that God gave me was uh, people say this all the time and it actually kind of drives me nuts. And if you've said this before, it's OK. Uh, people say I could never foster like I, it would just be so heartbreaking. How could you give those kids back? Like it would just be too painful. And I had this realization that it was like either you as an adult who is able to process pain, who is able to attach to a child and love them the way they should be loved and you deal with the pain or you just allow that child to not experience that love and they deal with the pain on their own.
0: You know, one of the areas that often doesn't get a lot of focus in marriage and family is blended marriages, where two families are connected through marriage. We're going to take an episode and talk with Terry and Carol Moss, the founders and executive officers of One Flesh Ministries, about the topic of blended marriage. And we're also going to talk about their book, In the Beginning, It Was Not So, Seven Marriage Lessons Learned in the Garden. And you're really going to love this dynamic couple.
7: God has blessed us with this gift, and so we want to give it back because we know even though you're different, different family, different kids, unique, you can come together and create this awesome family. Mm -hmm. But there are some skills into that. We can't just wish and hope. Okay,
1: along with great guests for the season, we're planning on introducing you to some resources that you can use in your marriage to strengthen your relationship and your connection. One of those is a smartphone app that we've recently been introduced to that we cannot wait to share with you. It's called Act Agape, and we'll have the founder, Dr. Scott Symington, on the show to tell you all about it.
7: Most people are familiar with the five love languages and, and Gary Chapman, and really, it's it's a gift what what he created and started. I mean, here we are decades later and it's it's now in the vernacular, right? Uh, what's your love language, right? And the, the the pain point that and also act agape is touching is this unspoken question that often happens in marriage, especially more mature marriages when, when you're down the road a few years, which is why don't I feel more loved? I know my spouse loves me and cares about me and they're a good person. But why don't I feel it more? We're not necessarily announcing that to people because we also know our spouse is is loving and 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 we're aware of that but there is a part of it's like but why don't I feel more care and support and love? Okay. So there is a real pain point in there. And part of it is in order to have a warm, connected, healthy relationship It requires ongoing intentionality. We cannot put our marriages on cruise control. So this
0: season is going to be packed. We have some great topics that, Lisa, you and I are going to give some content around, right? Like avoiding misunderstandings, building wellness in your marriage, holiday traditions, which is going to be a fun one because we've actually asked all our guests one of their traditions. We're going to share those.
1: It's really going to be a full season, and we don't want you to miss one episode. One of the ways you can stay up to date on new episodes is by jumping on our email list. Every Monday, we send out an email as a reminder of the new episode with a link to listen to it. You can sign up for that weekly email by using the link in the show notes. Throughout the season, we would love to hear your thoughts, feedback, and answer any questions you have about what we shared. You can email us at hello at artist or direct message us on Instagram at Art
0: Thanks again for listening. You know, you can help us get the word out about the podcast by letting your friends and family know by sharing it with them. Next week, we want to invite you to join us for a conversation with Greg and Julie Gorman.
1: So that's it. Have a great week and we'll see you next time on the Artist Spousing podcast. Until then, bye-bye.